0: Hi, okay, new format, I'm gonna use uh, video for the next few podcasts. So today I thought I'd talk about bedtime. Hi everyone, I'm Jennifer Colary. I'm a child and family therapist and a parenting coach and the founder of Connected Parenting. And welcome to the Connected Parenting weekly podcast. Join me every week and we'll tackle everything from temper tantrums to bedtime, to sibling issues, to teenage angst. Parenting can be so wonderful, but it can be so hard. Parents often say to me, hey, can you just come live at my house? This is the next best thing. Let's do this together. Bedtime is a real issue for parents. Um, and I As a family therapist, I feel like sleep deprivation is a huge, huge problem. I have all kinds of kids and families that I'm working with, and the kids are going to bed at 10.30, 11 o'clock. They're getting up at 7 or 6.30 in the morning, and it's absolutely not enough sleep. So with sleep deprivation issues, you're gonna have aggression, you're gonna have crankiness, you're gonna have irritability, um, meltdowns, um, all of those things. So I really think that's a, that's a really big problem with kids today. And I think I've, I've seen kids 10 and 11 years old up to 11 o'clock at night. Uh, little ones, you know, seven, six years old that are up at 30, 10 o'clock. It's really not good for their health. Uh, sleep is when their brain detoxifies and cleans itself. Uh, kids only grow in their sleep, so they only physically grow in their sleep, um, and they learn in their sleep so during the day, things kind of get downloaded, and at night, the brain actually creates those neural pathways that 's when learning actually happens so sleep is incredibly incredibly important, and it's also critical for emotional regulation so um, what often happens in a lot of families is by the end of the day you 've had a long day you 're exhausted, you just want to have your show and Everybody should be asleep, you wanna have a little bit of adult time, a little bit of an evening, and often the kids are still up, or I'm scared, or they're running out of their room, Mommy, I need something. So here are a few um, bedtime tips for you. Now as always with Connected Parenting, before any strategies, Uh, you've got to remember that you start with the calm technique, you start with the mirroring. And if you want a reminder, go back to some of the earlier podcasts or check out the book or there's, there's other uh, videos on connectedparenting.com. but that's when you really connect. I get it. And you're having so much fun and who wants to go to bed? I wouldn't want to either if I was little, but you know what? I love you and I love you enough for you to be mad at me. And I know it's really important that you need to go to bed. So we're going to have to go to bed now and give you a minute to think about it really make a good choice i trust you i believe you can do it i'll come back in a minute and off to bed we go and often that will help a lot for the really sticky kind of gladiator kids it's not gonna work you're gonna have a a bit of an issue so here's a few things you can try first it's lovely to have some kind of ritual have a little bedtime candle have a little song go to a special cupboard and pull out the bedtime candle and if you have a few kids and each of them get a bedtime candle it can be the kind that's flameless that you flick on um and you have a song you sing a little song as you go upstairs and then you bring the candle in to brush your teeth and then you bring the candle in to get your jammies on and then just before you blow out the candle you you know are thankful for the day if you're religious you say a prayer if you just want to uh take a spiritual aspect you can just be thankful for all the things that happened that day and then you flick off the candle so having um A concrete uh, ritual can sometimes really help. And that's that's really good for younger kids, like under eight, probably. Um, Maybe nine, but probably under eight. Um, Another thing that can really work is something that I call three wishes. So, and there's more of this in my book if you want more details, but uh, you say to your child, you get a bunch of sticky notes, put sticky notes up and you've got, I need another drink of water, I need a back rub, close my closet door. I'm hungry, I have to go to the bathroom, whatever it is. And you write them all in the sticky notes. And after you've done the bedtime routine, after you've done the candle, after you've you know laid down with them and read them a story, or whatever your bedtime routine is, then they get to ask something, they get to pick three wishes. So they get to pick three of those sticky notes off the wall. Um, and those are things that you would be allowing Then A sticky note can't be going downstairs and watching TV. Like it has to be something that's kind of part of things. After they've used the three sticky notes, Um, that's it. You're done. You don't, you don't keep coming back. So at that point, what can be really helpful is a strategy called thumbs up. So I kind of love this one. And this is really good for kids who are super anxious, who just don't like being in their bed. And what you do is you say to your child, you know what? I, I, I get it. It's hard to fall asleep and your brain races and you think about all kinds of things or you get scared in your bed. So I'll tell you what, all you have to do is lie in your bed and your job is to fall asleep. You can do sleep. You can do this. And my job is to march outside your door. So you tell your child, we're not going to talk to each other, but I'm going to be checking. And every few minutes, I'm going to come in. I'm going to give you a thumb up. And I'm going to come in and I'm going to give you a thumbs up. And your child then gives you a thumbs up back. Um, You don't, not a lot of talking, no engaging, just, just a thumbs up. And what you do is you come back, you say goodnight to them, go away and literally 10 seconds you come back and you give them a thumbs up. 20 seconds later, you do it again. Maybe 30 seconds later, you do it again. The key is that you do it before they ask for you. So you want to preempt their call for you. So just when they're like falling asleep and like, oh, where is she, oh, oh, there she is, right? Or falling asleep and like, oh, there's dad. So you're coming in quite frequently, 20 seconds, 30 seconds, you can, you can slowly space it out And what you'll find is even for the really, really anxious kids, um, 10 to 15 minutes, they're asleep. They're done, you come back and they don't give you a thumbs up back because they're sleeping. Um, Now a lot of people say, I don't have time to walk outside their door for 15 minutes, but you don't have time not to. You're doing it anyways. They're coming out, you're telling them to go back, they're crying, no, no, lie down with me, I'm scared. So this is a really neat way of teaching them that they can do bedtime. They've got this. And that you are marching outside the door and you do this for two or three nights each night you're extending how long you're doing it for and before you know it it takes two or three thumbs up and they're asleep if you have a child now that works for most kids honestly that's a pretty great strategy and it'll work um it's a little annoying because you really that's all you're doing for 10 or 15 minutes but it really does work And they just have the confidence they have, they're settled when they go to sleep. All they really had to do was focus on going to sleep. They knew you were there. Uh, And then you're extending it and eventually you don't have to do it. Um, If you have a little one that will not, this doesn't work for them, and they get out of their bed and you're taking them back to bed and then they're crying and you're lecturing them and they've got to get to bed and I've got things to do and mommy has to do this and we get all wound up and angry. Um, Some kids would rather fight with you. They'd actually rather get in a big fight with you than be alone in that bed. So as you are engaging and talking to them, they'll take it, good enough. I'd rather have mad mommy than no mommy. I'd rather have mad daddy than no daddy. So we actually are kind of fueling the whole system when we keep engaging with them. So the best thing to do after you've mirrored and connected and done the baby play and all the things we've talked about in earlier podcasts, and you've tried the thumbs up and you've tried the three wishes, if they still come out of their room, you have to be absolutely neutral which is also in one of the other podcasts as calm as you can be you take their hand you walk them back you put them in bed you leave the room they get out of the bed they come and get you you take their hand you put them to back to bed and all you're really saying is shh, 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 no bedtime no and you're staying absolutely calm you're not yelling you're not even, you're not even getting angry absolutely like a robot you're putting them back in bed and you might do this for I don't even know. I've had kids where parents have had to do it for 45 minutes, some longer. Stay neutral, because the minute you crack and you start yelling, they got you. They actually got the reward. There it is. They get that blast of adrenaline. Uh, They took you down with them, so to speak. Um, So really just stay neutral. You might have to take turns with your partner if you're sharing the parenting. Take turns. Um, And eventually they will learn, "I I didn't get the reward of getting mommy or daddy mad. I didn't get angry mommy instead of no mommy. Uh, all of that work, it took hours or however long it took of going back to bed, back to bed, back to bed, still didn't get me anything and they fall asleep. And that what you'll find is the next night when you go to do that again, it'll be shorter. And the next night it'll be shorter. This is a hard one. Staying neutral is the hardest part. The other thing I would say to you, especially if your kids are little, if you're comfortable with them being in your bed and they've been in your bed, um, make sure if you're going to do this, that you're, you, that you are rested, that you don't have something big coming up at work, you're not planning some big family event, you don't have a wedding or a bar mitzvah or something that we don't start it then, start it when you are rested and ready to follow through because if you start it, you gotta finish it Um, or you'll make it worse. So and there's nothing wrong with you know, doing a lot of mirroring in the background and doing some of the baby play we talked about for a little while, talking to your kids about pretty soon when you're this old or in a month, we're going to actually work together to, to help you so that you can do sleep, so that you can stay in your bed all by yourself. Um, so make sure you pick your, make sure this is well-timed. You want to be able to do this when you can follow through and when you know that you can stay neutral. If you can't stay neutral, don't try it. So hopefully that'll help and good luck with your bedtimes. Hi, I'm Barrett Caleri from Connected Parenting. I hope you enjoyed our podcast and don't forget to check us out on the web at connectedparenting.com and like us and follow us on Facebook.